Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. How are you guys? I am waking up from my nap. Yeah. That is I very honest. Nap. Yeah. No, it was four actually. Oh, no, no it was five I think it's June five because I was already in bed like half four, and I was like, she's just gonna come in here and just knock on my door and ask her to come back, so we just text her. stuff which um it's been quite heartbreaking watching them go through that and um not necessarily to kind of be like i'm now more thankful because i've seen what's going on not to be that person but essentially there is a part of that of like gratitude of like i'm safe my family's safe yes my friends are hurting um and my heart goes out to them and i pray for them and all that kind of stuff it makes me less whingy if that makes sense about being on lockdown so Shout out to Chloe and Jad. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do Glenn Sons, but I think no. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, nobody needs to hear that. <laughs> so, um, where can the people find us, Shiku, on a, on a daily, regular, regular, scheduled program? Yeah, so you manage to find us here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spotify, um, and any of the places where good podcasts are posted. Well, in SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Are we not? Yeah. Oh, I said that with so much fun. Yeah, but we're on literally everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have something to say. Even though, like, I give out my Insta handle, like, I still approve and deny people <laughs> when they follow me, which is really funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, I want you to follow me, but I'm not going to approve it. Yeah. I just want to be known I'm wanted, but I'm not going to reciprocate. No, I think it's more of like, I don't know, I value privacy. Does it make sense? Um, because sometimes so I put. Why are you saying your Instagram? I don't know. Because sometimes, like, I I put in my siblings and stuff. Yeah. And most people that follow me on Instagram, either I know through work, the church, friends, family, and all that kind of stuff, so they know that I have siblings. And I feel weird about just putting kids like out there with people that I don't know seeing them. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little bit protective of them in that capacity. So like. That's 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 why I'm bringing up this conversation of like oh like I say my handle week in and week out but in reality actually don't let people follow me yeah I don't know okay, I, I'll so just say it that's fine but I, I feel the need to protect myself from siblings yeah. yeah even like like my little sister I would post she's on Instagram she's active on Instagram and stuff and for the longest of time I would post her and never post her handle like just never post her handle just maybe say her name but never post her handle like on my Instagram or on my Insta stories only till recently I've actually started tagging her um because i didn't want people to go on her page and stuff like that just keep her private because she's my baby sister she ain't no baby she's a baby it's all baby but she's a baby to me yeah exactly she knows it as well um our black yeah that's why i told you to let's record this podcast as soon as we started talking about her her name is Miss Diane Abbott. Um, she is an MP within Labour. Um, she's came under spotlight once again, and I think this time around it's in regards of the angry, angry black woman trope, which was um, mentioned within some of the leaked documents from the Labour Party, yeah. um, where it goes it, again. The debate is about the Labour Party is the racism that goes within place and all that kind of stuff it's and anyhow um i think she's coming into 
I just want to mention her because um, I feel like she's a black woman who is trying to keep like it seems like she's trying to keep going does that make sense like being like a strong black woman that helps yeah that helps like that's a helpful incentive I'm not gonna lie New Zealand's Prime Minister and her cabinet they took a 20% to pay, pay cut exactly. I was like wow and New Zealand women running the world would lead to such positive things. Who would have thought? So I tend to watch a lot of political comedy, um, just because I find it hilarious. Um, if you listen to politics, when it's being serious, it can be truly heartbreaking. So I was watching this TV show where somebody was at a Trump rally, I think in 2016 or something, when um, he was um, up against Hillary Clinton. And this woman was like, you know, Hillary Clinton cannot be president of America because she's hormonal and she can start a war. When you're, when you're driven by your hormones, you can start a war. And then the, the presenter, the interviewer, he was like, but there is war in the world in countries that have been run by men. Men start wars too. And she was uh, like, the last war that we went to, who started that? Was it a woman or a man? She was like, a man. And he was like, Ooh. I was like, hmm. Like, about the Crusaders, colonization. Like, were women leading that? Women weren't even allowed out of the kitchen at that point. Exactly. You guys would argue anything. Exactly. They'd get beat. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is it about? women who cannot support other women i'm not saying that we should support blindly you know no, because there are some horrible women yeah totally. equally but like at the same time it's like her justification was just non-redundant it reminds me just sometimes like not only you get christians but they're just like they go to the bible sense so, um, like, 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 like 
the bible tells you to question things and to look into it mm-hmm. and to have like beliefs it's like somebody just told you mm-hmm. that we'll go to a rally this is your response to questions yeah and then there's like mm, uh, i didn't get that far in education <laughs> the only black kind of um, black employees in labor. PSA for the PSA for the Caucasians. If Not all black people are the same. No, imagine that if you don't know Google. Seriously, it's, it's, it's free. Google is free. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It was like I was, I was just frustrated that like how is a newspaper of because it goes through various editors. This is not like an intern who's been there for like a good ten minutes. Someone's written it. And at some point, you do not have not even black people. Like as me, if I saw Diane Albert who's known for a long time, she's been my friend Pete. But if I, if it was the other two MP ladies, I might not know who they are. Yeah. Their names, but I know they ain't Diane Albert. So I'm just like, let's be better. And if you don't know, just Google. Like, don't just print things to make headlines. Exactly. And now you're looking foolish. BBC is looking foolish. And I'm suing. Oh, yeah. I'm fully suing. Pay me. S- so it Pay is, me what you owe me. It's, so it is defamation of character or whatever legality term that you choose to use. But um, no, that that is law. That is law, BBC. Um, like, that is law. Why would BBC the newspaper? It is law. Like, to be fair. Have made the mistake. And, and then now you don't even fact check. Ignoramos. That's who you are. I think another newspaper made this the, a similar um, fumble where they put Daniel Daniel um, Daniel Okoye, I think, um, who's like uh, a MCU actor, well known to be in. Um, was he in Black Panther? Yeah, he was in Black Panther. Which what's the film? You know the Jordan Peele one, Get Out. Oh yeah. Yeah, him. They confused him with Stormzy. I think the rapper. I was like, that's the height difference. I was like, I'm like, 
if you are a newspaper to have an understanding that your staff is not racially like, diverse, like these people are celebrities, fix reverse, it. Reverse, if check your image. Not like you can't force me racist companies to hire black people. Okay. And usually, I don't want black people working there. No. And having to deal with the nonsense. No. So just do your Google. I'm not even going to ask you to hire black people. Mm-hmm. That's like black people are stuck with them. They don't even work for your organisation. So please, just use simple Google. Use yes, simple mathematics. Simple mathematics will solve your life and just stop with the embarrassment. But yeah. So that now it's I guess yeah. I'll give it to you. The label is a bit dodgy. We have a new chief whip, so hopefully during this break they get that each to get sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't make my good word. Um, yeah. No, Boris has handled this virus well. Oh, he hasn't is, handled this virus. Uh, well, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that came out that said um, NHS workers at the moment might be going to work with um, minimum PPE and I'm like having with minimum PPE where um, PPE by the way is protective um, what is it? Wow, I'm protective yeah personal protection um, equipment I do the I do infection co- infection control training every yeah <laughs> Yeah, I do that training every end. Yeah, I forgot. Anyway, allow it. Um, and the saying that n- nurses, might, nurses and doctors might have to work without it, and I'm like, like shut up, Pretty Patel. She can, she's worse than Boris because the nonsense that comes out of her mouth. She needs to remember she's a diversity pick. You are so no place for you. Okay. Because Michael Gove, we thought he did a worse job than you, but you're killing it right now. You're literally putting human beings in danger because of the stupidity that comes out of your mouth. And let's not forget about the immigration issues that we've had, which are on the back burner right now. But pretty man, she's really been fumbling the bag multiple times. So you should be looking at the universe. Is she, is she fumbling the bag or is she trying to get the Tory back? Huh? Um, I don't think they wanted her, but it's nice to have a BME woman on your front row, isn't it? It is because that's clickbait. However, um, um within uh, BME, yeah. But then they had another replacement for him who was even younger. Yeah, but like with having BME people, you have to have BME people who make they policies. Yes, um, because at the ultimately. If we all lived in less diverse communities, we will still have the Tories and the Labours. We still have Conservatives and Liberals, yeah. despite of our ethnicity, despite yeah. of our background and the colour of our skins. Because actually, even within the black, we have that in the black, black community, yeah. where we have people who vote Conservative over Labour. Just because you are a certain skin colour, you're bl- yeah. And um, however, I think we've we have nine. With nativity, I think I've said that incorrectly, but we move. Um, like we've gone in thinking, black people want the best for black people. All black people want the best for all black people, but actually, their political inclinations may not reflect that. True. Hi. Labour is not always for you, is it? No. You need to stop being a one-person party. Yeah. Because 
I am thankful that we can actually choose our political candidates on all that kind of stuff because there are countries, hello Zimbabwe, I think Mugabe was not living there. <laughs> he was not living whatsoever. Um, there are certain countries who ha have de detectives, de what? Thank you. And yet we have a certain element of democracy within this country, yeah. even though they all reflect um, a certain sort uh, like. Uh, I was gonna English. be English. English. No. I'm gonna call Pretty Vitality and get immigration out here. I know she can't afford to visit. Um, <laughs> she actually can't. The minute this, the minute this marriage goes with all the immigrants that were working for NHS get thrown out. No, that can't be. Huh? That can't be. That's I will not put it past Pretty. She's, she's really forgotten that the people that saved Boris' lives weren't even born here. She put some sense and humanity within himself. Um, but what I was going to say is that, what I was going to say, despite liberal or conservative, each and every political party has to uphold um, a certain political, you know, a certain social standing in the UK. We know that we are a neoliberal society. We know that. And whatever policy, whatever um, political party that is in power, they have to uphold certain elements of that because that's what's been, that's how life has been over the last century, over the since neoliberalism came into place, basically. Therefore, um, yes, Labour can say we are for the working man, we are for the poor, and all that kind of stuff. However, if we look at it realistically, they kind of grow up from a similar background or if they get into that position of power yeah. they maintain that status quo that's already been set within UK within the UK MPs within um, the parliament and all that kind of stuff yeah. because that's who they're with that's like they have to uphold those kind of values and standards of living therefore yeah I think you're right to say parliament like it's all the same it's just it's just choosing the less of the two evils well evils if that's how you choose to perceive it so yeah So I have planned this week and it's going to be surrounding kindness and weird news and just the cool things that have been happening that we haven't been really been able to hear about because of the noise of life. Yeah. So I'm calling it good news. Ooh, good news vibes. Yeah, because like, I like the good news Bible, but I like the message as well. I think the Bible has a good message. But yeah, we're uh, going to call this good news. I have NIV, boo -boo, or NIV. Amplified. I love Amplified. Yeah. It's kind of like old school, but you can actually read it. Like King James, it's more so it's similar to King James, but it has an explanation of what King James was actually saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, as the, the time that we're going in, like we're really lucky 
and the outro is quite technologically advanced with it. Yeah. So we've been able to have like trips online, like you see like the card version. So I guess the feel and like the flow of church is similar, but it's just like online. Um but unfortunately like some churches are a bit small and like not be that technically advanced. Um so one church was live streaming their service and I'd like to guess what happened. So I'll set the scene for you. Um, we have a vicar and we have some Cardi came on? <laughs> no, no, that's still kind of close. Um, how to celebrate pride? No, so I'll give it to you. So the title of the post is How to Keep Your Husband Happy. Oh my god, no. So it was titled Household Happiness. The tips posted on Facebook and Instagram include giggling instead of nagging, not allowing your appearance to slip, and making sure the house is um, one suggested women avoid being sarcastic if their partner was not helping with the housework. Oh my god. I was like, the insect's wild. Who approved this? Again. What chain of commands do you have that this got approved? It's not 1950 people, come on. And so the Malaysian government, uh, the Malaysian government's Department of Women has apologised after it released a series of posters telling women how to keep their husbands happy during quarantine. And I was like, it literally took a women's rights um, movement to tell them that this is wrong. And I was like, that tells me it's not men. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. 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 
which is like California. Yeah. Um, then I'll do two more because okay. that's what I have. Okay. Um, so we did like finding love because it's hard. Like people are looking around and you being like, himself. No. He went abroad and got a wife. No, that's what he's doing. Oh, no. They were going to foreign countries and find a wife, male on the Bro, she only wants you for a visa. Don't forget this a transaction. Oh my god, have you seen the videos that have been circling around for Ed. 90 day um, fiance? Yes. <gasps> no, neck Ed, which is so mean, oh. so true. Oh. That girl, she has worked for her visa. Who if was I was immigration, I'd be like, mm, I'll can come by yourself and really work for it. Like, he kissed that and she's like, Oh, babes, it's not that deep. And, oh, it's too much. Nah, it's a lot. It's too much for it's a lot. Like, America's not that great right no. now, so stay home. Stay home, you But back to this gentleman. Yeah. So, a single man has managed to bag himself on Valentine's Day after spending more than £400 advertising on a Ooh, is so, he hot? Uh, is he hot? I don't know. But he basically was a billboard of him doing everything with you like to be on And he created his own website so he could accept applications. Um, so he said um, after receiving over 2,000 applications, he closed it down and chose a lady he liked from the So I'm not sure how it followed up with, but he said after he got 2,000 applications, I'm going to follow up with is probably going to be this time. Oh. Oh yeah, gosh. Because I can imagine, like, let's say, a woman who has like a magic mother saying, "You should get married, you should get married," and then you're stopping in traffic and just like, "See, he's advertising. You should go on that website," and then having to go for the sake of shutting up your mother. That's really. That's really a lot to do. To sound I just pretend I had a boyfriend. But then, sooner or later, they have to meet the boyfriend. Broke up by the time you get to that point. Uh, I guess it's in fairness, some people's parents are quite nagging. Mine, exactly. mine really don't care. Yeah. Do my, there was a time when I was, I think, 21, and I was like, yeah, I want to do this and that for my wedding. And my mom looked at me, she was like, you need a boyfriend first. And I was like, oh. Oh my god. Okay. So I was like, is this what we're doing now? Yeah, just get roasted by parents. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's okay. It's one of Like, every time mom's like, Chiki, do you have a boyfriend? She's like, and I'm like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, that's great. I'm like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. I think my mom is, um, she knows when I'm seeing people. She knows when, like, I've been upfront and stuff with yeah. her about dating and stuff like that. Um, I think when I was 21, when she was like, you know, there was a time actually we're having a whole conversation where I was like, I don't understand. When I was growing up, you man were busy like, well, I didn't say you man because it's my mother and she's African and I value my life. But I kind of added them. I was like, when I was growing up, you were like, your boyfriend, your boyfriend, your boyfriend. Suddenly I get to my 20s, they're like, where is your boyfriend? Where is your boyfriend? Where is your boyfriend? I'm like, my social skills are still catching up. Like, excuse me. Like, excuse me. I am getting used to it, like, talking to the male gender without, like, Freezing. Get you now. 
um, <laughs> but still and I'm like do you know what that did to like my source and um, she was like I just love pregnant <laughs> achievements right there a baby social skills a baby social skills or like social skills that's why you're not gonna have baby girl um, so my last gym story is about self-isolating. Mm-hmm. So if you could self-isolate anywhere by yourself. I would say I've never been to Bali, but I would make it Bali. You know those um, rooms where kind of like your room goes out into a swimming pool, mm-hmm. and then there's like a forest, and then yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course. You're just like dipping your toe in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, access to the Wi-Fi and also <laughs> access to mangoes. So you're going into nature, mm-hmm. but there has to be Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, so I can call people and ensure them where, like, that I'm in the middle. Can I say you're No, I need to have contact if there's gonna be a jungle. Otherwise, no, things. Isolation, no contact. No, if you've got a supply that's there. No, no, the forest isn't like things from the forest, which is from the forest can come to my house. No, I said I just said Bali, where the, the, where there's like forest, like there's like a jungle, like a forest with things around me. They just let me in the forest and they come to my home. Does that make sense? Sorry. <laughs> so, um, one of the worst I'll give you a ba- some background to it. Um, so this man, it was a mining town. So he bought it for 1.1 million mm-hmm. um, and left it to be taken care of our full time mm-hmm. by um, basically like a caretaker who was 21. And then the guy who's the caretaker was like, I need to go see my wife, just make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, okay, I'll just come take over for like a week or something. Mm-hmm. During the time he was there for a week, he gets snowed in and he's unable to leave. Like, for him to even, like, walk or drive out there would be, like, a three-hour trek to the next town. Mm-hmm. So, luckily, he has enough food to, like, pass it over. Mm-hmm. But um, the area is known to, like, have a ghost town in it, in it. It once appeared on a TV show called Ghost Adventures, and it concluded that it was um, haunted by the ghost of two children who died after being trapped in a closet. So, and he said, apart from the ghost, and maybe a few bobcats, I'm alone. So, I've been having this but not really welcome. Oh, so I'm like, oh, yeah. I'd be calling on Jesus. That whole entire time there. <laughs> so those were my good news slash weird stories. Oh, I've got one last one. Mm-hmm. So our favorite American president. Barack. 
Donny. Um, Donny, it was revealed something Trump's former doctor revealed something about him. That he's fucking dead. No. Sorry. I'm dead. Say that again. Psychopathic tendencies. No. Oh, that could be bad, but he didn't reveal really that. Trump doesn't mean I, I don't. He doesn't care. It just, just don't. Yeah. Um, so Trump's former doctor revealed he hid vegetables in his food to help him lose weight. So Donald Trump's um, diet is known to enjoy just burgers and fries and fried chicken. And that's his thing. So uh, when he spoke to the doctor, he, Trump basically told me my genetics are really good, so I don't have to improve my diet. Wow. So the doctor asked the chefs to hide vegetables in his potatoes. Well, potatoes. Yeah. Um, no, like literally like corn and stuff. Like actual vegetables in the food. Uh, so yeah, I just found that funny that we literally have a child. Before a pre- Well, we don't. Uh-huh. We don't. Yeah, they have a child. <laughs> they chose it. Later. Yeah. So, yeah. And we still have to fall asleep. Which is hilarious. I'm so fucking dark, but I remember that I'm saying that it just didn't go up to the cross. I have a question. So, I was watching Black AF. On Netflix, which is a show done by Kenya Barris, it's kind of like a mockumentary, and think Modern Family but black and rich. Does that make sense? It's like meet Modern Family and yeah, meet Modern Family and Blackish together, and then you have that TV show. I really enjoyed it um, as I was watching it, and something came up within the TV show where he went to see this um, black film, which was. To, to him it was trash a lot of people saying it's good and all that kind of stuff and then he was like are we at, are we in a place where we cannot criticize um black content because we're so afraid that people if we won't be given an opportunity to do so and fail within that um medium that actually we have to appraise and we have to celebrate all black content even though some of the content is actually trash um to the question do we have to support all black content yes we have to support all black content yes but we can still be critical of it so for example quite a lot of people said they didn't enjoy black panther after the fact and i will say like when i look back at black panther i'm not into like is it marvel Marvel, yes Um, i'm not into you live with me sorry (laughs) i'm not into marvel films i guess like like I think I for you, it, it, it didn't have as much of a significance to you because you did not really. Yeah, I don't. It like that. I don't understand the whole backgrounds to Marvel yeah. and how those stories interlink. I just found it as it was an amazing time to see black comic book characters and I guess things for children to aspire to and for them to see themselves on the screen. So I watched it in the sense of it was a political movement. It was a political. Um, it was a political film. Yeah. That's big how Africa closed itself off the country. How it's 
Echoes and showing you outside as well. You can decide that it does make some service for children on the back of it. It's actually trash. I think it really should have gotten into that stage. In the thing that in Flag AF, the thing that they had mentioned, it was um, it had actually gotten a lot of critical appraise because it was a black film and the critics didn't want to be the critics who said something negative about it because they were called racist. So they praised a trash film, not wanting to, to wanting to be dragged on Twitter, not wanting to be um, at a computer because it was a black film. Yeah, but that's that. Well, that's not the implication. Like currently, there's a thing. in Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry has received a lot of criticism in regards of his Nadia films, yeah, his that, that uh, well written. and all that kind of stuff. There are some of his films which are just they in it. But then Tyler Perry was actually in like AF spoilers. Um and he says oh he said this Nina Simone quote which was don't try don't die trying to give people what you've got when they can't appreciate no when they don't know what they want if that makes sense yeah yeah and i was like whoa not even worried just no like projects over hope put that on pause um and also it was then he said he makes content for people for his people and he knows yeah. the people that would appreciate this people that would yeah. indulge in this and um he's found that, that he's no longer in a space of wanting the approval of from the amy like the Emmys, um, the Golden Globes, yeah. the Oscars, and type of thing, because ultimately, it's kind of seeking approval for from the white gays. Yeah. And now it's like, no, I totally agree. And Tyler Perry has made a lot of money mm-hmm. from his projects, and he is giving back. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was, I think, is it in Walmart or something? James Dean that obviously paid for everything. Yeah, for like seventy-two stars. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I guess it's where your value lies. Mm-hmm. If he saw his value coming from the Oscars, mm-hmm. then he'd be really pressed to make films that he knows would gain Oscars. Mm-hmm. But if he just the pillars and his people are the ones watching it, like um, No Name, she's a rapper, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, I'm going to stop rapping now because. Um, I made my music for black people and every time I go to big music it's just for white people. Um, um, and I can see where she's coming from and in that sense like it's very expensive. Yeah. So that, uh, quite a lot of the time they just don't have black people attending <laughs> And I guess when you look out to a crowd and you've written a song about it, the experience of your life, you know that you can relate to it. That's not trying to push others out of it, but when you, you see as though you've got a see people who look nothing like you Um, 
perfect. Like, that's reasonable. Yeah. Like, how much are not going to be there? Yeah. The acting might not be a part. Yeah. But if it's like on some screens, like with lots of promo things getting behind it, if it's trash, it will be trash. But I feel no for it to get to that stage. Like, it's got to have a <laughs> Um, I feel like it's just, okay. I hear you on that because, um, to me, it's like. I will publicly support a lot of black content. However, it gives them the opportunity to. I think it's the same principle that I'll apply with my friends and like that. Where I'll support your man publicly back you, even though even though it's not really mine, but still publicly support you, and then privately having those discussions like actually, you know, X Y Z type thing. So I think that's one way of going about it. Um, another thing that came up was. Um, so when looking at a lot of um, tweets about black AF in itself, yeah. um, they were saying that it's basically like blackish but on steroids, which I get I get it. It's the same formula, it's kind of like similar type of thing yeah. done by Kenya Virus and it kind of like, it, it makes sense because it's made by the same person. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it and a lot of people were critical of it in regards to um, Kenya's, um, they say Kenya has an obsession of a biracial lead woman rather than a fully black woman yeah um that's just america that that is america though where like i'm looking around like if i'm being honest a lot of um in a lot of tv shows time and time again where you see mixed race women um you know get get in the lead roles and all that kind of stuff and i've seen black women get the lead role and stuff where we had we have olivia pop um an actress played by kerry washington they worked for it Oh, if yeah. you think about like no. new women when it comes to acting, it's always mixed. And as well, America has a different version of black. When we say black, we actually mean dark skin tones. Yeah. But with America, somebody who we would class as mixed race, they still class, class as black. black. Yeah. And uh, what, what, what I was saying is within the black AF, I'm like, it's getting a lot of criticism of being a, like Kenya Pepper Pepper Barris being a one trick pony type of thing. Yeah. And to me, I enjoy his content. I enjoy Blackish. Like, yeah. I really genuinely do. I think it's funny. Maybe I am a 55 year old white woman. <laughs> but. What, um, what channel is it on? Um, so on, in America, it's on ABC. Within oh, the UK, okay. it came out on Channel 4 or E4, I think. And then it's it's on Amazon Prime as well. Like um, that's how I've been able to watch it. Like I've been a fan since day one. Yeah. And then um, Grownish as well, which is kind of like the spin-off from it. I like it. I enjoy it because, yeah. like, I don't know. I really genuinely like his content. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I get I get what you mean mm-hmm. on that on that idea, and I think again it's created for ABC. Yeah. So it has to appeal the white palette. Yeah. But because in a sense, like. Did very political things that could start the black experience. But because um, Keenan Peel wanted this to be a more family friendly, they didn't really want it to be that political, they didn't want to make statements. Therefore, they tailored their content to appease the white palette. Especially with it being on ABC, they can't do anything to Because then you have white guilt that gets brought in, and quite a lot of companies don't like to things. TV shows that are going to lead to white guilt. I would disagree having watched the whole whole thing that we've watched. Kim can get a little bit political. Um, 
watch the sketches and stuff. Um, I've enjoyed um, the comment on the whole black, the, the, the black. He's very aggressive in his politi- in, in his um thing in his comedy and that's Dave Chappelle's style of comedy. Yeah. When it comes to Blackish, Blackish still does comment on social um from social social justice things. Yeah. It still it's very, I learned about Juneteenth on Blackish. I learned about a lot of things um in regards of the American Black experience from from Blackish where they um even the the character the main character um Andrew Johnson um. He gets called out for having the beige rage, beige rage. Does that make sense? Where um, basically he considers himself as dark skin, but then his daughter Diane is like, "No, Dad, you're not dark skin. I am dark skin." They talk about colorism within blackish, yeah. which those conversations can be uncomfortable within our black community. Yeah. And then those conversations, the white people don't even know about it. Does that make sense? They mm. don't even know about it. Where they comment on things that um, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe they, to me, I feel like they do hit the mark on certain yeah, things. Yeah, they definitely like but it. Yeah, but they may not do it in a style that is like as direct and full on. Yeah, but to me, I, I find it quite um help. No, not really helpful because that makes it sound like no kind of thing. Like I enjoy it because yeah. um I feel like I'm, I haven't grown up in this stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I feel like I can relate to some of the things that they talk about, yeah. some of the experiences of having grown up in predominantly white areas. Yeah. Um, so when the kids, like, one of the sons, like, is into Klingon and, like, um, Dothraki and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh my god! I was like, no, at school. That black nerd at school. No, yeah, no, I get what you mean. And I feel, in the sense, it appeases to white people as though this is the type of black people, the type of black people that are more like this is Whilst Dave Chappelle is much more um, urban and the black New York experience, that's what I'd say. Like and the Bronx. The kind of, kind of, the kind of um, aggression that life kind of hardens people to. Whilst um, blackish and all those movies are much more suburban, they're much softer. In a sense, the kids haven't had to struggle as much in life. They have exactly. their own issues. Yeah. But again, when I say to white people, these are the black people that most like them to come in contact with yeah. at their schools and their suburbs yeah. when they go to pick their kids up from basketball. Yeah. And I think that's how it's much more palatable because white people don't tend to have that kind of aggressive upbringing when you say the New York style. I've had to fight and conquer each other. Is it political? Because from what I'm seeing in Democrat, again, I spend a lot of time watching this kind of yeah. this They still face not the same but they the black people within it they still face some of those um micro aggressions and yeah. that's what i mean so yeah. this is how white people aren't going to be like in new york and this kind of stuff um but then they can identify how they're playing a part in mm-hmm. microaggressions and stuff because they 
um, black, uh, black AF. Black AF, and they can see how their actions are and that's the way of calling them out mm-hmm. on their actions. Yeah. They don't relate to gay No. Yeah, because to me, like, um, so black, blackish and black AF is kind of telling the story of the black people who made it out of the hood. If that makes sense, and then their children, and I see certain aspects of myself between both the parents and the children. If that makes sense, and then moving forward, looking into Black AF, I'm like, oh my god, I might be bringing up kids like this. Does that make sense? Yeah. The little rich twats <laughs> who haven't had to suffer for anything, kind of yeah. thing, because I've been in a position where of privilege where I can actually give them that kind of quality of life. Yeah. Um, is that good is that bad i don't know but i love the fact that i'm in a place and that i've been afforded the opportunity to create that kind of life yeah. for my future offsprings i mean children wow if my kids ever listen to this podcast they'll be so wow. i love you guys so but yeah that brings an end to this week's mm-hmm. podcast i hope you had a little giggle from the good news that we've spoken about mm-hmm. but yeah make sure to like and comment on this podcast and give us a review on whichever platform you're listening on Father, in the name of Jesus, we'd like to take this time to thank you for who you are and all things that you continue to do and that you have done in this world and in this life. In the times of Corona, God, we pray that you, your peace runs upon us, runs upon the world, Lord. I know a lot of people are hurting, a lot of people are confused, a lot of people are distressed, Lord, that you be the one that actually brings the comfort um, onto their lives, God. We're praying for um, the doctors, the nurses, the physios, the pharmacists, the cleaners, each and every healthcare professional that's working out there, each and every key workers, people who are keeping the stores open, the people who are doing the deliveries and all that kind of stuff. God, that you keep them safe, Lord. And we're so thankful for their hard work. We're so thankful for everything that, we, that they continue to do in this country, Lord. And I pray that when the time is right, that they will, they will gain their reward for their works and effort, Lord. I'm praying for their families who are anxious as they go to sleep, as they, as they watch their loved ones going to work and stuff. And that God, you are with them, that you bring them that peace, that comfort, God Almighty. Lord, may they know that um, the work that they're doing will be rewarded to such a certain degree or such an element, either here in heaven or wherever. Um, that God, you are with them. Um, in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.